Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning is from Romans chapter 12, verses 10 to 13. Romans chapter 12, verses 10 to 13. And this week and next week we're going to look at Christian behavior. Picking up in chapter, 10, chapter 12, verse 10. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. As I said, this week and next week we'll be looking at Christian, Christ-like behavior. And this morning we're going to look at our relationship with other believers. And our scripture is relatively short, but it gives us some practical insight into dealing with other Christians. Now this is certainly not an exhaustive, a complete list, but it gives us the main theme of our behavior toward fellow believers. The first thing is displaying brotherly love. And that's really the key indicator by which the church proves to the world that it is a genuine love for Christ and it belongs to Christ. John 13 verse 35 says, By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So if you go into a church and you see people arguing about meaningless stuff, worldly stuff, pointless stuff, is the love of Christ in them? Are they displaying brotherly love? And this, this, type, of, this type of love is not just a mandatory rule, like, oh, i got to be nice to these people, i got to love them, they're Christians. Because that's what the what the Bible says. No, it's it's an inescapable part of being a Christian. Whoever loves the Father loves the child born of him. The most basic demonstration of brotherly love is when we care for our fellow believer, our fellow Christian, more than we care for ourselves. And this, this is by no means an easy thing. It doesn't happen as soon as you become a Christian, become a follower of Christ. You don't automatically have that natural love for others, especially other believers. This takes time to develop. But eventually, a, a spiritually mature Christian, it will be a natural response. They will respond with love to each other. And this isn't just a a sentimental, emotional kind of love. This is a deep down love, a deep down concern for the overall well-being, the physical, the mental, emotional, spiritual well-being of that other person. A Christian loves fellow Christians. Second, a Christian should give honor to one another. 
And humility is a critical aspect of brotherly love. These kind of characteristics, attributes, keep building upon each other. So we love them and we honor them. And this is not just a faith praise uh, of someone or, or, or something they did or whatever. It simply means to show genuine thankfulness and respect for the other members of God's family. These aren't empty, empty compliments. These are genuine. And God wants us to acknowledge what others do and be considerate of those brothers and sisters in Christ. And God is honored when He sees Christians honoring each other. Thirdly, Christians do not lag behind in diligence. We need to make the most of whatever time the Lord gives us on earth. Many opportunities for Christian service only come once. And we must take advantage of them. And there's no room for laziness in God's kingdom. Not only does it waste our time and waste the opportunities that the Lord gives us to serve Him, but worse than that, it gives evil the opportunity to encroach into our lives. Think about it. Many of you raised children or were around children or were children yourself one at one time. Kids usually get into trouble when they don't have anything to do. Right? That's what happens. What about maybe some of you serving in the military or have friends or family serving in the military? I'll bet the commanding officer oftentimes gives them a bunch of stupid, meaningless, pointless stuff to do. I remember one of my uh, friends telling me when he was in the reserves or something and they would go out on these weekend uh, training trips or missions or whatever they call them. And the commanding officer would have him set up camp and they'd just kind of get a chance to rest for a little bit. And they'd have them tear the camp down and move it like five or ten feet and set it up again. Just because if they didn't, they'd get into trouble. If they didn't have stuff to do, they'd get themselves into trouble. That seems to be kind of human nature, especially when you get a group of people together like that. So they kept them busy so they wouldn't get into trouble. And there's a, there's a common expression today, carpe diem. I'm sure you've heard this, meaning seize the day. And actually this is no new expression. It's, it's, it's an old expression. But that's the way Jesus lived his life. And that is also the way we should live our life for Christ. Seize the opportunity to serve Christ each and every day. Christians are not lazy people. We're not supposed to be lazy. Especially when it comes to the work that God has given us to do. Fourth, Christians are fervent in the Spirit. That simply means we maintain our commitment to the Lord's work. We should be diligent in our efforts for God. We need to do the right things for Him, and we need to do the things right. We're effective and we're efficient. 
Christians do what God wants them to do, and they do it with passion. Fifth, Christians, of course, serve the Lord. Serving the Lord calls us to examine our priorities. Serving the Lord should be the focus of our lives. And the things that we do must be consistent with Scripture. And not only that, but they must bring honor to God. We serve God out of a a sense of priority and integrity in our hearts. And we don't have to rely on our own strength for that, but we can draw on the power of God to do what He wants us to do. And Christians serve the Lord throughout their lives. Six, Christians rejoice in hope. The Christian life is by no means an easy life. We still experience temptations from worldly desires and will be persecuted and ridiculed for our beliefs. But without hope, we would never be able to triumph over them. And the spiritual concept of hope is one in which we can have full confidence. It's not based on a wishful thinking, you know, oh, I hope I'm going to get a nice new watch for my birthday or something like that. But hope is something that we can believe in. It's an integral part of our salvation. It is certain. God gives us hope each day that He will be there with us and that He's caring for us and that He's watching over us. And Christians can rejoice in that hope that God provides for us. Seventh, Christians persevere during times of tribulation. The hope we have in God allows us to persevere through whatever situation we may be in. Trials strengthen our faith. They make us pure. And I'm hoping uh, later on in the year that we can get into the book of First and Second Peter, which deals with uh, persecution and uh, the Second uh, Peter deals with uh, uh, false teachers. Eighth, Christians are devoted in prayer. One of the main reasons why God allows bad things to happen to us is to build our trust into Him rather than simply relying on ourselves. And our reliance upon God is through prayer, through communing with Him, talking to Him, listening to Him, reading His Word. And it needs to be a part of our daily life. Thanking God for what He has done, for what He is doing, and for what He will do in the future. Ninth, Christians contribute to the needs of other believers. As we look in our own lives, and we we look at our houses, or or whatever, we, we think we own stuff, and we own a lot of stuff in most cases. We own cars, houses, TVs, fancy clothing, other things. They're ours. It's our stuff that we have. But in reality, God owns it all, and He lets us use it. And we're to be good stewards of the things that He has given to us. 
And one of the most important ways that we can be a good steward of those things is to use the stuff that He's given us to His glory and His honor. And we can do that by helping other Christians in need. Whether it's by donating food or money to a food bank or or clothing to a, a shelter or some mission work or whatever it is. Simple things that we can do that quite honestly won't even really be a sacrifice to us. But we can give to those in need. Lastly, Christians practice hospitality. The author finishes our list of duties to fellow believers by saying that we have a responsibility of practicing hospitality towards others, especially Christians. We are to pursue the love of others. We're to care for them. And not just during the emergency type situations or times of obvious need. Rather, we're to simply look for ways of things we can do anytime. Simple things. Hospitality is truly a biblical standard. Our homes and our lives should be open to the people in need. And all believers should be known by their love and their hospitality. And whenever we are hospitable towards others, we may never really fully realize the ramifications of our acts of kindness. And we're not doing this again just because we have to do it or just to feel good about ourselves or, or, or look good to others. But we do it because it's the right thing to do. And God wants us to do it. We do it for Him, for His glory, for His honor. And Jesus tells us that when we are hospitable and we minister to others, we're doing the same to Him. Likewise, if we turn our backs on others, then we're turning our backs on Him as well. So those are just some some brief things that Christians need to focus on in their lives, but especially when dealing with other Christians. And if you get a chance later on this afternoon or this week, read back through this scripture, Romans chapter 12, verses 10 to 13. Very short piece of scripture. Next week we'll pick up with uh, chapter 14 and a few more verses that deal with our relationships to non-believers, to other people, to strangers. But the whole scripture there involves behaving like Christians, acting like Christians. So read back through it and think about it and pray about it, about ways that you can improve your life, ways that you can practice hospitality, contribute to the needs of others ministering to them, loving them, serving God, and so on. That is what God wants us to do. Let's close with a prayer. Lord, we thank you for our time in your word this morning. Help us to be better Christians so that others may truly see Christ in us. Help us to love each other honor each other, 
serve each other as we serve you. And we do this all for your honor and for your glory. Amen.